Hello, and welcome back to Business in the Spotlight, a podcast to help you improve your business by sharing stories and insights from successful business owners. Today, we have Amy Biddle here. I'm super excited about this interview. Amy, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm excited to be here too. Thank you. I'm Amy Biddle. I'm a marketing consultant to e-commerce store owners. And the short story is that I help store owners stay in control of their marketing so that they don't have to hire an agency for their marketing. Very nice. So you're an independent marketer. And how long have you been doing that? Uh, it'll be 12 years this summer, so that, long time. That's amazing. And, mm-hmm. you know, how, what does it take to be your own boss for over a decade? <laughs> you have to get old. <laughs> okay, besides that. Step um, one, get it old. It turns out, I, <laughs> not yet, I will be one day, but I'm really good at focusing. And I find that a lot of us who are entrepreneurs, we're business-oriented, we get lots of ideas, right? But um, it turns out that I'm just really good at focusing. So the way I found this out, back when I still had a job uh, for somebody else and I was, you know, getting paid once a week and, you know, I had all the safety and everything, but I just, I knew I wanted to own my own business. And so I had a vacation week coming up. So I took that and I spent the week working, pretending I was running my own business. I hadn't even really started yet. And um, so I pretended that I was working for myself and I found out that I was able to focus and go to work, get things done and be productive because we all know that action isn't necessarily productivity. (laughs) So over time, then I found out that I've gotten even better at being disciplined and knowing what the right things are to do to move business ahead and, um, you know, systems and tools and things like that. But that's, that's what it's taken. I love that. I love that you decided to take your vacation week and instead of, you know, returning back to the old grindstone, you forged your whole new path. So that's really inspiring. And how did you get into the marketing industry? Well, it's interesting. I actually started off um, right at the very beginning consulting with small businesses who wanted to get online. So like, what we now call solopreneurs or mom and pop shops or just individual people who they, they saw the value. And this is, you know, remember 10, 11 years ago, the internet then wasn't what it is now. It was getting there, but not even close to what we do now. And these were all people who saw the value of being online. So I was consulting with them to talk to them about what they needed to be able to get online. And after I did that for about, six years and I was focusing at that time what was hot was content search engine optimization which is SEO and um, metadata you know like meta tags that's what we had in those days and um, you know so that's what I was teaching and you know it's really funny the the business owners want to know how to find their customers and what to say to them so that they can sell to them when they find them. And what I find now is that things really haven't changed that much. You know, the questions are all still the same. The, the tools and the platforms have changed, but the questions are largely the same. So it's, it's still exciting. It's still fun. And I'm still doing it today. Hundreds of business consoles later. That's 
That's awesome. The fact that you were on the cusp of all of that search engine optimization meta tags. I know starting business school a couple years ago when I took my first coding classes, that's like the foundation of whenever you're starting yeah. to wanting to get your business out there and found on search engines with hot key phrases. That's where you start. So you have a lot of experience in that. It sounds like you could probably help a lot of customers with that skill having it for so long. But with all of these new tools that have come up outside of the meta tags and the SEOs, what are your favorite tools to incorporate to kind of get leads on your websites? You know, it's interesting. Most of my clients are in e-commerce, so they're not doing lead generation, although I do consult for lead gen also. Most of my clients are in e-commerce, so they're doing like actual send somebody to a website to make a sale. Direct sales, um, yeah. Yeah, so direct direct from the website. Um, and so lead gen works a little bit differently because there's that human interface or very little automation in the middle, you know, like um, sending people to um, a calendar and then having a questionnaire with conditional logic after that, you know, so that's, that's something that, that works really well for lead generation. But at the end of the day, you need to know who you're talking to. You need to know what they want. You need to know how to talk to them and you absolutely have to know how to deliver yeah. what it is that they want. At least have three market strategies set in place so that you're tapping into your target audiences and several ways for income streaming. You know, sometimes it's one. I mean, I've had very successful clients who are one product businesses. They had one thing. They didn't even need a catalog, which is something that we do in e-commerce. So, <clears throat> but they had, you're right, it, it's multiple ways of talking about it and multiple ways of approaching the audience. But you and I both know it's, it's the long-term relationship with clients. That's, that's the big deal. So, like, okay, the expensive uh, um, sale is the first sale, whether it's, you know, a lead that you just got for a new service, you bring them in, you do the service, they love you. If you have nothing else to sell them, that was a very expensive contract. Um, but if you can continue to offer amazing services uh, or amazing products down the line, there are lots of different ways to make money. And make your clients and customers very happy with you. Absolutely. And it sounds like you have a lot of experience making clients and customers very happy. For those that are tuning in, definitely stay till the end because, Amy, don't you actually have something free that we're going to send out to our listeners? Absolutely, yeah. I shared it with you before the call. It's, it's a, a year-end letter that I wrote specifically for my clients, but a friend of mine talked me into sharing it. So <laughs> it's, 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 for, it's for your audience now to learn about some of the high-level, um, high-concept growth ideas for the coming year. And it's good for e-commerce, it's good for lead gen, high-ticket, whatever you're doing. I know I skimmed over it for less than one minute and learned some new things myself, and I'm not new to e-commerce, awesome. so I think oh, your cool. friend that talked you into sharing it because I think that'll be a great asset, and definitely stay till the end so you can get to learn more about that offer and what other offers Amy has. Um, but Absolutely. for right now, while I still have you, I understand that you're operating six figures at least right now. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And um, I know you and I, when we were talking earlier, you had asked about how did that, how did you get there? How did you scale the six figures? And, um, you know, one of the important things, well, two, really, it's specializing and giving fantastic value. Those are the things. So a long time ago, I thought I was a generalist and I thought that was the way to go. But someone shared with me um, the idea of, and they gave me an analogy so that it was easier to understand. If you're a doctor and you're a general practitioner, you can make some money and you can be comfortable and you can have a good, a good income. That's the generalist. Okay. So if you're a neurologist, you can make a lot more money. That's the specialist. But if you're a top-ranked neurologist, you make all the money, right? So that's the specialist with the fantastic value. So you want to be the top-ranked neurologist in your field, you know, whatever, whatever that is. And if you, if you do that and if you can market yourself, you win. And how do you do that? Is it all about branding and customer relationships or building equity within your company? Try to share some tips on how we can scale our businesses up to six figures. Absolutely, yeah. So there's a book. It's a great book. It's by a guy named Cal Newport. And the book is entitled after a, a Steve Martin quote. And it's called, Be So Good They Can't Ignore You. And so I am constantly, like, for example, I don't watch TV and I don't read the news. What I do for fun, for downtime, is I read books and articles on marketing. Okay, so I'm kind of a nerd. Um, I do you know, the but same. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to be obsessed, isn't it? It is. It's, That's why it's I built good for this business. platform. I know I'm always listening to podcasts, reading blogs, interacting in forums. I was like, you know what? Yes. I want all of this in one concise spot. So that's. That's yes. why we're all here right now. <laughs> that's why we're here. That's right. So you're providing that value. And that's, that's so, you know, giving fantastic value puts you at the top of the herd. So, um, so that's a big part of it is I'm constantly looking for what I can offer my clients. What do they need? What can I do for them? And, um, you know, so for example, right now it's, uh, uh, is it okay if I say the date? This isn't, you don't yeah, need to limit the date. Yeah, it is pre-recorded. I, everybody, uh, I think, knows that by now. <laughs> okay, all right. So it's December 2019 right now. We're almost into January of 2020. So right now I'm working on customized growth tips for 40 of my e-commerce clients who are in my paid program. And that kind of high-touch, you know, um, experience is it's super high-level. It's individualized coaching even though they're in a group learning experience and other training groups don't do this. So this is one of the examples of, you know, think of something you can do that you can do for your clients. That's a high value value add. Even if it that. seems like it's too much, do it anyway. <laughs> I love that. I love, cause like you going back to what you said before, there's the generalist, the people that will make those online programs kind of hands off one, one size fits all for everybody, which we all know that doesn't work when it comes to businesses, yeah. but you decided to become the specialist, which is more taxing on you. Cause you've doubled, if not tripled your workload, but you have your own exclusive community and not only do you have that program offer, but you also do one-on-one -on -one consultation and coaching to make sure that they're meeting all of their, you know, uh, what's the proper word? 
Well, like all their goals, all their, their targets, their yeah, KPIs, targets. key performance indicators, you know. So we do we do a lot of individualized stuff, even though it's a group learning experience. And, you know, some of it is actually individual. So it's it's just a whole a whole extra high level of <laughs> of service that is it's important to me to be able to offer that. Yeah, that's awesome. You're your own specialist. So I'm very happy mm-hmm. again that we have you here. And that's the kind of difference that you get going to like freelance specialists versus large agencies that are swamped with, yeah. you know, orders, you know, going three months back with with freelancers, you have this sort of intimacy where you can build a relationship and work together. You can meet those that's goals right. together. Just like what you probably do with your clients, you're, you have to find out exactly what they want and you have to be able to deliver that. And offer that sort of customer relationship to where they keep coming back and it builds business equity, of course. That's right. And so moving on to marketing tips and Facebook ad tips, I hear you're kind of like a Facebook ad expert and I myself am horrible at Facebook ads. Like I think for every 10 I try to do, I probably get one through and that's partially because I'm in a high risk uh, CBD market and they just now were a little more lenient on using the term CBD in Facebook ads, but even on my web design profile it's hard for me to get those paid ads worth my money yes exactly so in your case and i'll give you a little pro tip here and this might work for some of your listeners also um you will be you will benefit by having a very content driven uh sort of experience and not using the word cbd on um on your Facebook ads or in some of your marketing materials um, and do your actual conversions in Mm -hmm. emails. Yes, that's my biggest thing right now is email campaigns and but yeah. I will try to I will try to incorporate my because I do offer a blog and other, you know, sort of funnels to get people to my site that have really yes. good content that teach them do it yourself recipes, link scientific studies to it, stay up to date on trends. So I'll try to start focusing that on my ads. Thank you for that pro tip. Any more Absolutely. Pro tips you have? Yes. Ab- yeah. So make sure some of your listeners don't know this. You know this already, Kelly, but um, make sure you have your Facebook pixel installed on your website. Essential operating equipment is the Facebook pixel. And yes. um, which also means you're going to be using Facebook business manager to run your ads. And the last point, the last tip that I wanted to give was don't boost posts unless it's part of a a much more complex setup. Uh, There's a time and a place for boosted posts, and it's way down the list of things to do. So don't boost posts. Use the grown-up marketing tools and business manager. I love that because boosting is usually where people start. But, yes, I love my Pixel. I was just on my business manager before we got on the the conference together. So that is definitely great advice. We're also building a blog all about what Facebook Pixel is. Until we have that blog up, if you have any more questions, make sure to stick around until the end to get Amy's contact info because she sounds like an expert over here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's. Yeah, people have used that word. I, I I think about it. I'm more like a high level student, and I am constantly learning new things. And 
um, you know, the wins that I can get for people are really remarkable. I mean, I've managed ad budgets anywhere in Facebook ads specifically from $50 a day to $20,000 a day and everything in between. So, you know, um, I've, I've learned a lot. And uh, I guess I guess if that I should look up the definition of the word expert. I haven't yeah. done that. So absolutely, I think that's the thing. I think you're an expert being in your field for ten years. And when you get up to those twenty thousand dollar ads and you're getting millions of views on them, a lot of them yeah. it needs to be done right because you scroll. I scroll on my time feed personally, and I see people getting butchered for their ads. But then there's those few that actually research their target demographic, research what ads was working within that demographic, and they have good interactions, good re like likes and hearts, and a lot of positive feedback in the comment section. So absolutely, you have yeah, to be and you know, expert. remarkably, that stuff is important. People talk about, you know, you can't eat likes and you can't deposit likes in the bank. But it's really interesting that when, when you have likes, comments, and shares on your ads and not just on your page posts, Facebook will reward you with lower cost ad spend, you know, oh. in, in various metrics. See, I have not had that benefit because I haven't had that many successful paid ads like I touch base on, but I do know that it happens. <laughs> I do know that the benefit of having the positive feedback it also kicks you up in algorithms. I notice the moment that I have a like a post that'll reach thirty or fifty likes or you know several shares, then I have an influx of new people following me. I must have popped up in a suggested page like for somebody that searches CBD or holistic stuff because when you get positive interaction, it does kick you up in the algorithms and get you found more. That's why. Yes. That's why that branded content, that daily, you know, putting yourself out there is really important, even though it's so taxing. Yeah. Yep, essential. And do you reach out to any kind of like social media managers or you kind of just manage everything yourself with all your skills? Um, yeah, I'll, I do some account management for clients. <clears throat> my primary, you know, effort is in my paid group because I've got 40 people in there right now who are, you know, relying on me to be able to help run their businesses. So I'm sort of the the consultant in the background to 40 different businesses right now. So that keeps me very busy. Um, but the one-on-one -on -one thing, uh, when I do that, I meet with people either for an hour or just, uh, you know, as a, um, uh, on retainer, um, and just be available to answer questions, you know, help do, we'll do live analysis, uh, with a screen share on Facebook ads, and either I'll fix things or I'll tell clients what to fix and, you know, then they get returns. So, you know, uh, just amazing things. Like I had a client who uh, eight months ago she was killing herself to make $8,000 a month in revenue. And in October she crossed the $40,000 mark in revenue. Wow. Uh, in November she crossed fifty. You know, had another guy, his best month ever was 8000 He just passed 30 That's um, amazing. You're seeing real results, and is that all in your paid group? Yeah, yeah, that's in the paid group. That's yep. amazing. That's what one-on-one -on -one interaction and coaching with an expert can get you. How long Absolutely. does it usually take working with someone for them to increase from around 8000 to, let's say, thirty? 
Um, well, the guy that I just mentioned, 8,000 to 30,000, he did that in 45 days. Wow. Yeah. Talk yeah. about a good one-month challenge. I want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that's amazing. That's real results that you can see from implementing all the skills that you learn with marketing research and strategy and helping business implement that within their own structure. So yep. for those that are just starting out in business that, you know, not to say that they're going into marketing or anything like that, but every business needs marketing. What are some good yeah. tips that you would give to people just starting out and marketing their business? Sure, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, marketing is important, but you have to have your primary skill set first. And I'm going to go back to that Steve Martin quote that I mentioned earlier. Um, be so good that they can't ignore you. Um, it's skill over passion. And if you're good at what you do, if you have great products, you're a fantastic merchandiser, and that's specifically an e-commerce word, but you have to merchandise yourself, your programs. Um, if you're offering any kind of service, you have to be able to tell people about it. If you're a talented coach and you're really good at getting results, you know, either for or with your clients, whatever it is you do, be good at it. You know, that's number one. Passion comes from loving what you do, and success is, makes it really easy to love what you do. So don't worry about, you know, that whole, you know, do what you love and the money will follow thing. I, that's, I don't actually buy that. So at the end of the day, it's your skills and your relationship with your clients or customers that will decide for you if you're successful or not. Absolutely. So those just starting out, make sure to hone in on your niche. See what you excel at. See what skill traits that you already have in place that you can build off of because you see a talent there and a demand already present for it. And then everything will follow once you get successful because once you feel that self-rewardness of a successful business, it gets addicting. It really does. Yeah. And on I, number three. I wake up every morning at 5 o'clock. Actually, I w the alarm is set for five. I wake up before five because I'm excited to get going seven days a week. And isn't that what we all strive for in life, to get excited for waking up in the morning? And to be able to do yeah. that for your own business is just a whole mm -hmm. other level. So. Oh, yeah. And once you do figure out what you're good at and you find your niche, then you got to brand yourself. you got to market yourself and get yourself out there. And if you're not good at that, then there's experts like Amy you can reach to and help. So I think this is a good segue to go into the 60 seconds in the spotlight. Do you have anything Fantastic. that you'd like to share with us? Yeah, um, really. Uh, ideally, people contact me, usually through Facebook, on Messenger, and they say, hey, can we work together? And then we have a conversation to find out if it's possible or if they really you know, need marketing help or if they have some other kind of issue. So um, I like to schedule a short coaching call. Um, and it really is coaching because just like, I mean, I've given a few tips here that hopefully people can go and implement, you know, about relationships and audience and stuff like that. Um, so we get on these strategy calls, we get into um, some details about your needs. Um, so in that document that, uh, Kelly, I think you're going to put the link, the yeah. ecom letter link uh, in the, the show notes. notes. Yes, I will. Absolutely. Great. So my contact information is in the footer there. Um, and you can contact me either on my personal page or my Facebook business page. And... Um, 
you know, I, some businesses hire me to consult, like one-on-one, I'm in their back pocket, um, and I can bring individualized value at a high velocity that way. Uh, other people, they want to join the group. Uh, we're just starting uh, phase two, so I'm actually in the process of recording new training videos because Facebook changes constantly, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a 12-week program. So uh, it'd be great to talk about if that's a fit for you. Yeah, that sounds exciting. I know I've definitely pulled a lot of good resources out of this conversation, so I can't imagine what a one-on-one strategy call would get me. (laughs) And we have fun, too. Yeah. Because if I'm not having fun, I'm not having any fun. (laughs) And then I'm not here. I'm, I'm gone. Bye. No, I love the energy here. And again, thank you so much for coming on Business in the Spotlight. We really appreciate you. And to everybody tuning in, I hope that you come back next time. Thanks, Kelly. Thank you.